Trying, a familiar type of TV show about a couple, Jason and Nikki, living in London, who are at that stage in life when their friends are all getting married and they're thinking about having kids, but they're not quite mature enough to handle all the responsibilities of adulthood with grace. Helicopter, Season 2, Episode 4 is the latest episode to be released on Apple. I also ended up watching Season 1, Episode 4, titled Rainbow Castle People, and only after realized my mistake. On the bright side, I had a better understanding of the characters going into it. Get ready as we talk about Jason and Nikki's latest step in the adoption process, what they fight about, their friend Erica's date, Karen's crush, and the big twist. You looked up some cool background info to share, as well as the reviews that this has been getting. It's Tuesday, June 8th. That means tomorrow we're reviewing Loki. You're listening to today's episode. What sort of shows came up while you were doing research for this? Uh, Breeders, I think was the first one, and then I even got some Him and Her as well. <laughs> him and Her was one of the ones that, I, I had a couple ones that I thought of. Uh, Lovesick, Him and Her, You're the Worst, Marry Me, Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne's character from Neighbors. Yeah, it sounded like they were those characters from the uh, summary that you gave. Yeah, like 30-something, struggling to get by, not exactly poor, but wanting to blend in. And don't really hang out with friends that much. Kind of dorky. Yeah. They do have friends. Right, and we but, see them in this episode. But, like, they 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 want to remain young even though they know that they're not, right? Yeah, and the main character, the dude, he is a Chris O'Dowd type. Like, <laughs> yeah. you could literally put that in the casting notes because he sort of looks like him, he sort of speaks like him, his inflections are like him. Yeah, his name is Rafe Spall, and he plays Jason. And he also part of the creator? Yes or no? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, I thought usually with this type of show, like a Pete Holmes when he's... Yeah, you usually have people like like in Breeders with Martin Freeman where he's like a co-creator, but in this case, no, I don't think that the main two have much to do outside of the acting role. Interesting, because they have, they have good chemistry. Well, for most of the interviews for season two, they would do them on a couch on a Zoom call with someone else, so I think that they're pretty close in real life. Did you get After that? season one, that first episode that I watched, I was so sure that they had filmed this before COVID, and then I was, I was right, but I had just watched the wrong episode. Well, see, because there was one fudge shop that I was really interested in because yeah. he gets distracted by it while yeah. they're in the middle of shopping to like redress their apartment or whatever, or their flat since they're in London. Right. And uh, I looked it up. It's temporarily closed because of COVID. <laughs> and it has been for since the beginning. So I was like, yeah, this was filmed well before COVID. Well, it was filmed before COVID, but it was released like around the same time that lockdowns were starting to happen. And then, yes, they filmed season two during COVID. Uh, like, I think they were tested three times a week and followed the normal guidelines. Uh, <laughs> could you tell that there was a difference when you were watching season two at all? Yeah, because in season one, the first scene is them going to a club. And so you have people dancing with strangers there. No one's wearing a mask. Later on, a social worker comes to their house and they're not wearing a mask. And then they go to a market, which I've already talked about the fudge place. And so, yeah, it was pretty clear that this was pre-pandemic. And uh, season two, also no, nobody wore masks, but it felt like the casting was smaller and that the scenes were more located in like areas like the, the flat or, or the school, the places so, where they could control a little bit more the environment. Yeah, did you get a good sense of what London was like? Because Ray Spall, who was from <laughs> there, he, he's really glad that he was finally able to do a show that he feels like represents London in a good way, and you get a good vibe of the place. Yeah, so this brings me to my first point. This show, if you go head into it, you have to know it's non-confrontational. When I said familiar at the beginning, I mean it. I mean, like, this is tame, it's safe, it's sweet, it's comfortable. It's a wholesome show, right? Yeah. They're both good people. And that's 
kind of rare. It feels like a lot of shows that we watch these days, even with breeders, like there's a dick well, yeah, that it, is in one of the starring roles. And they're really not. They're, they're just kind of a nice couple. They lie to each other sometimes, but always for the best intentions. Uh, this is the type of, that, type of couple that has existed on the screen forever. <laughs> it just feels rare in modern day. Especially when you're dealing with a plot that revolves around trying to get a kid. Because one of my questions was even, does this couple do a lot of things that show that, that they're not responsible and shouldn't adopt a child? Because that's what the okay, whole Okay, so show back to the season one episode, when they first meet their social worker, they're still drunk from the night before. They miss the date or time that they were going to be, like, inspected. Mm-hmm. But so they get rescheduled for three o'clock that day. They spend the day going to the market and then raiding their own parents' house, basically taking uh, different furniture and things that they (laughs) think would look good in a place that would raise a kid. And they take off their photos from the wall and they put up like these bland stuff, (laughs) things that they think will be safe. And uh, and the social worker comes there, sees the price tag on some of the stuff Mm. that they were going to return afterwards and and kind of calls them out on it but at the same time in a very like i want you to get this child i just want you to be true to yourself and that was the moral message behind it so and again it was very sweet it was very sort of modern family-ish it has a it has drama in it though i've heard Eh, you probably saw that on like wikipedia as it listed as a drama but it's it's not really it's the worst that it comes to in season two is they catch each other lying about stuff like she takes his bike away from him when he gets into an accident and basically gives it away to someone just on the street, pays him 20 bucks or 20 euros, and then is like... Pays them $20? 20, 20 pounds, sorry, because they're in London. Someone pays... She pays... She just wants the bike pounds? away. Wow, okay. They take a picture with her because they're so happy about it. <laughs> then when he finds out that it was stolen or supposedly stolen, he's just walking the street with her and the person rides up and then he confronts them and they pull out the photo... and so then that's very awkward but then they get into a fight uh, about other things like he lied about how he got into an accident on the bike and then later on we find out that he's been writing these letters to her as this sponsored child that she had tried to reach out to years beforehand but had never written her back and so for years he had been pretending to be this uh, sponsored child to make her feel better Mm -hmm. because it was at a time in her life when she was trying IVF so they've been the the whole point of the show trying is that they're trying to get a kid Uh, well yeah I mean the thing the thing about trying is that race ball has said a lot of times it's not just trying to get a kid like you could really put this title to anything like people trying to live in their 30s true, true. And but living. but when it comes to the actual plot of the two episodes that i watched right. it is about them trying and seeking to get a child right the first season they're trying to adopt a child because they can't naturally and now and they're it, trying to be matched with a child in season two yeah so the part of the adoption process that we're at because they met the social worker in season one i actually since i saw that episode it was nice because i knew who penny was right. she's not in this episode but they mention her they're okay. like okay um the social worker in this episode i think her name is like denisha or something and she has them look at princess she princess is the name of the kid it took yeah. a second because i'm like that's an odd Name. Maybe Something that's just because it's not American. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Princess, she has a brother named Tony, and they're going to be split up because uh, Nikki and Jason have only been approved to get one kid. Mm. And so that's sad, but they're only supposed to look at her and kind of feel her out a little bit. Um, and they like what they see. And then Nikki goes back inside to the school to like get back the badges that they had for the, the day school, right. they, security-wise. And she runs across princess and they have a little conversation and so they're not supposed to interact but but we get that but that's not like you're supposed to had the person caught her doing that then it probably would have been an issue but she got away with it again this show is pretty simple 
the only like scandalous thing that it has is there's a character named Karen and she's like fawning over this other single dad who um, she's engaged. So right. we see like a quick scene of her and another teacher kind of plotting the idea of her having an affair with this guy. But besides that, the other couple that we see is Erica and uh, Freddie. And in the first season, they were together. In the second season, they have kids together. Um, they're broken up for some reason. And Erica goes on this pretty bad date with this guy named Elliot, who Nikki has set them up with, the, our main character, <laughs> yeah, Nikki. Right. And uh, Elliot is just sort of a gym buff. And he doesn't really, like, he, he's wearing just a, a wife beater to the date. Oh, God. And yeah. then he starts doing push-ups. <laughs> And so, yeah. And well, Karen and Scott are supposed to be kind of the foils to Jason and Nikki. They're supposed to be the people that have better jobs and more money. Um, it's sad because you can tell that Freddie still likes her. And even though they're both sort of dating other people, that's they might reconcile at some point. Well, one thing about the show is that they are changing a lot with their relationships. For example, uh, Jason Except and Nikki. Except the main two. The main two are rock solid. Well, the, the, it's supposed to be kind of an opposite with the main two from last season, where there's a vulnerable type of Jason where Nikki's needed, contrasting with last season where it was seeming like Nikki really needed Jason. And of itself, could, could you see that change in the two episodes? They no, you sort of saw in the f- second season, at least, that's called Helicopter. The whole idea is that they're both realizing that they will become helicopter parents yeah because of the way they treat each other they both look out for one another but they don't necessarily tell one another about how they're like for instance he always asks for four sugars in his coffee but she always puts two in there because she knows that's what he actually wants right (laughs) yeah so that sort of lie fudging it just so that they can get by with their days she sort of mothers him while he at the same time like i was talking about with those letters by the end she's not even upset with the fact that he's been lying to her for so long even though it's sort of an invasion because he makes a funny joke he's like at one point i i was so sick of writing these i almost killed her off (laughs) (laughs) and i just imagine like you writing like out this death well having to do it for years yeah yeah he spent a lot of time when she threw them all in the trash he was like i spent so much time on those (laughs) (laughs) well andy walton he's the creator of this show he was adopted as a child um but when he was giving notes to uh, Jason and Nikki, he didn't really feel like he needed to give them that much research. Did it feel like the show went about adopting the right way? Because I don't think they looked at too many sources in terms of like how to get it. You're, you're saying they wing it? We should talk about the twist. The twist at the yes, end is that there's a different family, a different option there where Princess might actually get adopted with her brother with someone oh, else. Oh, because they can, because they're eligible to get two kids out of the couple. Yes. So it turns out that even though we see this nice closure for Nikki and Jason realizing they're going to be good parents, they might not get the opportunity. This might not be their go-round. I mean, it, it seems like you would not want to split up the kids in that case. Like, it feels like that's almost a for sure thing. That... Yeah, when they mentioned it earlier, I was like, oh, are they going to have to also adopt Tony? Like, is that where this is headed? But no, it looks like this might actually be the... The flaw in the ointment that causes it so that the season three has to happen. Well, that, well, well, yeah. First off, the show has been renewed even before season two premiere for season three. But this show also has been well structured in terms of season three being the last one. And really the way in which the story has played out as being uh, for a good conclusion. Because Maisie Peters, who does this episode or did both episodes end with a musical montage? A musical montage. A lot of them do. And the reason for that is because... Um, yeah, I guess it did have, like... 
Yeah, I think it did because it went through all the couples and what they were doing, and it even showed the guy who was doing push-ups, <laughs> um, Elliot or whatever his was name he doing was. Them again? He was just sad, and I felt bad for him because she had just walked out during the middle of the dinner, and he was still there <laughs> doing while push-ups. he was doing the push-ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. But Macy Peters, who worked on the music for season two, was given early access to the scripts, which were written right after season one. And so, even though she didn't really use any of the song's lyrics to match what was going on in the show season two story arcs she used as kind of inspiration to make the music the way that it was was it what kind of music was it though was it like i I don't remember too much again the show isn't memorable in the context of of like what goes on it's more just the feeling you get while watching it like to me i like both episodes solid sevens maybe even higher if i was like more invested but it's more important to measure your expectations going into it and realize that this isn't some outrageous comedy. It's not a deep drama. Like there have been a lot of British shows. Like one that comes to mind is Couplings from like the early 2000s, which also dealt with couples, but they were doing kind of crazier things and it changed the atmosphere of how comedy could be presented. This is going back sort of into more of a Dick Van Dyke-ish is it comedy. A show? It, it, it could be watched by kids, but I don't think they would find much tummy from it like i don't think they so would enjoy it as much so would you say the target audience is around who like what the actors are playing as like mid-30s type of couple that like are having trouble finding kids because that's what both of the actors said they said that yes. the, the show is mostly going to be defined i was trying by... to play it safe and think about it like would would a younger audience find this as enjoyable but no it's probably the people who have existed and lived through sort of some of this awkward humor the idea of a guy trying on a bicycle helmet that he hasn't worn in 10 years that still has a gopro attached and then immediately getting into an accident from it and then lying to his his uh they're not married by the way which is interesting that they're trying to go for kids and adopting kids are they just against it do you know uh, I haven't gotten any, like, research on that, but okay. the two did actually audition together. Like, they were planning oh, on... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they were planning on just kind of collecting auditions. It would only not be cool up. if you were, like, Ben to say, well, because they're family. And- <laughs> no. uh, the show overall has a 7.6 on IMDb with about 5,000 reviews. Uh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for Season 2. Season 1 got an 88%, so overall 94%. But the episode that you watched, the, the one you were supposed to, Helicopters... And 8.3, I believe that. I know, I watched it. (laughs) The other one at 7.7. Was there any distinct difference? There's just a moral center between these ones. Like, the helicopter one was all about the smothering storyline and how how they can get too controlling into each other's lives. But at the same time, they're okay with it. Like, the girl they would be adopting, this princess, she's lost her parents, right? She's an orphan. Uh, And the idea of each one of the... uh, Nikki and Jason being protective of one another makes it so that there's less of a chance that she'd lose either of them later on. Well, so yeah. that's why they, in the end, they rationalize the idea of them being overly protective with each other as well as whatever child they adopt. Well, a huge reason why I think the show got picked up is because it's influenced by another show that was called Catastrophe. Um, oh, I've and, heard of that before. Yeah, apparently the thing about that was that it didn't, like people liked the show a lot, but they felt like it didn't get enough episodes. It um, had, it didn't got that four seasons. Girl, though? No, it started Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney. But the thing is, is that, like, uh, I think a lot of people heard that. So Apple TV decided to pick this up. And then, but isn't, I feel like this is So why wouldn't they just pick back up Catastrophe? No offense to this show. I think think that the actors went on to do something else in Catastrophe. But here, it seems like when a lot of the reviews I was reading was that it seems very raw sometimes when the characters go at each other. 
Do you remember that For All Mankind episode where Joel Kinnaman just goes off on his family? Yeah. And then, like, the Americans episode where, like, they would fight as a family. Like, where they would just get into family. That was, like, every episode. (laughs) No, 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 but I mean, like, they would get into some real tussles. And it would sound almost unscripted. They would just get super pissed. That would never happen in a show like this. This is literally, like, one of them storms off and then the other one's like, hey, I should be the one storming off. And then they storm off and then the other one's like, can I follow now? Or something like that. So, okay, so yeah. It's, when you're, it, yeah, I don't know what raw is supposed to mean, uh, <laughs> but but it definitely feels... Hollywood Hollywood Insider said that. It said it was raw when the two couples weren't trying to be cute or something like that, and then it gave it a B plus. So raw in the authenticity of the feelings they're expressing towards one another, not like raw in their just anger or anything because raw is usually described when you're talking about someone's anger right no i think that really annie walton and the two main characters they're just trying to focus on the realism of the show and the main thing is just them trying to get the kids you think you're going just mundane tasks that's what the show's made up of a bunch of mundane things that they can make fun of which i think a lot of shows have done in the past some more sitcom-y than others this one definitely is not a sitcom it doesn't have a laugh track at least you have you're you're seeing the cool Londonscapes as they're walking around. The and, and season stuff, so. one and season two are both eight episodes. Are you yeah. gonna watch the rest of the series or? No, probably not. But I wouldn't mind if I ever caught an episode again. Did you have a favorite character? Uh, in the first in the first season one, I think Penny was my favorite character. Uh, she was a little she was a little crazy. But it was funny how she kept on calling the main character handsome when he very clearly is just a main looking dude, like just very normal and then he starts to flirt with her even though she's like 60 something and they think that it's helping them but really she's good at her job um but she does like him (laughs) she's supposed to so she's supposed to be like insane then right well she's describing how like the previous family that she had just been to to talk to and inspect their home had thrown a bottle of piss at her so (laughs) and that's why her coat was wet even though it was raining because at first she was like can i leave this outside and he's like oh it got wet in the rain she's like no it got piss on it (laughs) so So. so it's not one of those things where it reveals more and more that she's a crazy character it's just something that like she was just my favorite for that episode in the second one i think the couple are both pretty good like i I couldn't pick between the two of them um anyways yeah so i guess we'll leave it there Mm -hmm, yeah i hope you enjoyed our review on episode four season two Episode 5, I think I caught that the um, plot is going to be something about them getting a new flat or moving. So yeah, that's going to no, be... I think that but by the end of the season, what I've read from some reviews, even though it's kind of being uh, put out weekly, is yes. that there's supposed to be some type of like big change that they have. So. Yeah, like they're going to get a kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.